the Art of Leadership Network. Well, hey, friends, I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, and this is the Lead Culture Podcast, where I coach you to lead yourself well so you can lead others better. My team and I at the Foresight Group are committed to building confident leaders, extraordinary teams, and thriving cultures. Each week, we'll take a deep dive into a leadership or culture topic that will give you the tools you need to lead with clarity and confidence and build a thriving culture. Now, today I want to talk about a topic uh, that has been kind of a growth edge for me. I think it's probably true for most leaders, but this idea of emotional intelligence is such a critical skill for leaders, but not something most of us come by naturally. And so today we're going to talk about four EQ principles to grow your people smarts. But before we get there, I want to thank our friends at HR Ministry Solutions for being today's sponsor of the podcast. HR Ministry Solutions is a nonprofit organization that helps simplify HR for churches and faith-based organizations. They provide services from custom staff handbooks and HR audits to harassment prevention training and consulting, just to name a few. We love the work that HR Ministry Solutions does because human resources is more than just paperwork and paychecks. It sets the tone for your culture and how you disciple your people. So if you want to find out more, learn more about HR Ministry Solutions, you can find them at hrministrysolutions.com. And be sure to let them know that Jenny sent you. All right, so let's talk about this idea of emotional intelligence. You know, whether I'm coaching a pastor or a business executive, I repeatedly hear the phrase, people are my greatest challenge, right? Just, and, and it's typically muttered like kind of in frustration or exhaustion, right? Like you're excited about your mission. You care deeply about the work that you're doing. You really actually love your team. And yet people are your greatest challenge. Different leaders, different environments, but the concern is nearly always the same. Leaders underestimate the challenge of leading others. Have you been there before? Like you get promoted into a position that requires more leadership responsibility and you just underestimated what it would take to really lead other people, lead a team, lead, a vol- lead volunteers, whatever it might be. The, the, the complexity that comes with leading others can sometimes be overwhelming. And in my work with probably thousands of leaders at this point in my journey, I've grown convinced that emotional intelligence or the lack thereof is at the core of our people issues in leadership. Emotional intelligence is at the core of our people issues in leadership. Emotional intelligence is defined this way. The capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. Now, I think those last two words are really critically. The, to, the ability to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. So to summarize that uh, di- dictionary definition for you a bit, emotional intelligence is understanding myself and understanding others. 
understanding myself, what's going on with me, how do I feel, what am I responding to, what am I reacting to, and understanding others, what's going on with them. And this subject is personal for me because it's a skill that I've had to work intentionally to develop, right? Like this is one of those things that in my youthful zeal years ago now, I kind of bulldozed past my own emotions and the emotions of others. And so I missed cues. I missed just that emotional intelligence that would help me connect to others better. Not that I'm over it by now. I still miss it all the time. But one of the most memorable and probably embarrassing like memories that I have of some of those early like awareness around emotional intelligence was the season, you guys, when I drove my assistant to tears every day, not like once, like there was a season where I had a new assistant and I think she was in tears every day. My directive, no-nonsense style was making her incredibly nervous. And as a result, her performance suffered and my intensity only increased. Like I was kind of exasperating the issue, right? So after a few interventions with the HR department, I began to realize it wasn't all her. I had some growing up to do. Like there were, there was <laughs> clearly some emotional intelligence I needed to gain in order to handle that situation better. An Inc.com article explained the dangers of leading without emotional intelligence this way. They said, a leader lacking in emotional intelligence is not able to effectively gauge the needs, wants, and expectations of those they lead. Leaders who react from their emotions without filtering them can create mistrust among their staff and can seriously jeopardize their working relationships. Reacting with erratic emotions can be detrimental to overall culture, attitudes, and positive feelings towards the company and the mission. Good leaders must be self-aware and understand how their verbal and nonverbal communication can affect the team. Now, some of you are listening to this and you're like, duh, like you get this, right? Some of us get it after some bumps and bruises from not having good emotional intelligence at one point in our journey and recognizing we need to grow in it. But I think this is one of those things that we're constantly learning, right? We're, we're often in different environments with different people. And so we're constantly sharpening our ability to understand ourselves and understand others. Our understanding of emotional intelligence has to be built on a healthy understanding of leadership. Leadership is not a title or position of power. You've heard me talk about this before, like having that philosophy of leadership, knowing what you believe, but it's about using our influence to help others achieve extraordinary outcomes. Leadership means understanding that our influence has the potential to change or affect the lives of those we lead. And when our perspective of leadership is built on an others-centric viewpoint, we're on our way to greater emotional intelligence. So I want to pause there because I want you to make sure you're connecting the dots here. What we believe about leadership is going to impact how we show up 
in emotional intelligence, whether we're committed to growing in our emotional intelligence. Do I recognize that leadership really isn't about me? It's not for me. Leadership is about helping bring out the best in others. It's helping rally a team of people to accomplish a mission together and help them use their God-given gifts to do that. And so when we take that others-centric viewpoint of leadership, it's, it's a healthy start to greater emotional intelligence. In my journey of growth, Uh, There are four principles that I believe are essential for growing your emotional intelligence. Now, there are a number of things, and there are some really good resources out there. In fact, one of my favorite resources on emotional intelligence is the book Emotional Intelligence 2.0. And um, I love this because it has a a wonderful assessment that helps assess the four different Uh, categories of emotional intelligence. And then it gives you really practical steps. So if this is a place where you're like, I think I've got some growing to do, but I don't even know where to start. That is one of the books that I would highly recommend. But here are four things that, um, four principles that I have uh, just believe are essential for growing your emotional intelligence. And this might get you thinking as well. And the first one is lead yourself well. Emotional intelligence begins with an awareness of your emotions. In the emotional intelligence um, framework, they would say that it's the self-awareness or the self-leadership piece. So lead yourself well. You've got to begin with an awareness of your emotions. What is driving you? Are you controlling your team because you fear how their performance will impact you? Are you unpredictable or explosive? And if so, why? What drives your emotional inconsistency? Are you one of those folks that people don't know how you're going to show up, so it's always a little bit of a gamble? Is it fear, insecurity, or uncertainty that kind of motivates you? We can't lead others where we haven't been ourselves. So if you want to have a culture of emotionally healthy people, it must start with you. You've got to ask yourself those questions of what environment do I create? Like, how do I show up? How do people experience me? And so, and, and sometimes that means you're going to have to ask a few people around you and, and, and try to set the stage for them to answer honestly, right? So you've got to even regulate your own emotions in how you ask the question so that they feel comfortable answering it. But digging for the truth of how people experience you, like, because we, we misunderstand ourselves so much. My husband and I have this conversation all the time that I think I'm reacting one way and he's experiencing it a different way and vice versa, right? Every married couple has this dynamic. But this also plays out in our working relationships with others. But typically folks are just a little more polite than we might be with our spouse or best friend. And they won't, they won't let us in on the fact that they experienced us much differently than we thought they did. So you guys, we have to really dig for this to try to understand how do we show up? How do people experience us? Where do my emotions show up in my interactions, even sometimes when I'm not aware of it? So lead yourself well, be aware of your own emotions. The second thing that I would say is learn your team. Become a student of your team. Understand what brings them joy, what stresses them out. And when they feel successful, right? Like pay attention to their emotions. How are they feeling? Every person is motivated differently. And the better you understand him or her, the more effective you'll be at leading them, right? The more you understand them, the better you can lead them. 
Personality assessments are a valuable tool, tool for this. But I also say be cautious about typing people based on their profile, right? Like personality tools are helpful in just kind of giving you a general sense of how somebody is wired, but making sure we don't pigeonhole them to a specific stereotype of a personality tool. I, um, through the years, I've used personality profiles such as Myers-Briggs, DISC, or StrengthsFinder, or Enneagram, and they're great launching points for learning your team, but nothing replaces spending time with them and getting to know them personally. So asking them questions, understanding what they're excited about, what motivates them. You know, at the with the Foresight team, we are all virtual. Um, we all live across the country, and so we are a completely remote company. And we have our weekly staff meetings on Mondays. And we always start out just checking in with everybody. How was your weekend? What was fun? What'd you do? What was exciting? And just hearing what people do on the weekend and what brings them joy and life and energy is so helpful for me to understand uh, just who they are and what uh, they enjoy, what they love. You see them light up when they share different stories or when they talk about their kids or uh, experience or something that they've they've had over the weekend. And so... Just taking time to spend time and get to know your team, even if you have to do it in a virtual scenario, is so powerful. So the first one was lead yourself well. The second was learn your team. The third one is listen well. Listen not only to what your team says, but listen for what they don't say. Pay attention to quiet moments in meetings where it's clear that something is not being said. You know those moments, right, where it's a little awkward. All of a sudden, everybody went quiet. And reading those moments and, and, and kind of pausing to understand what, what's happening right now, right? And then you're regulating your own emotions to not just try to plow through it or to ask some awkward question, right? Like there's a discernment in that that's really important. So when someone you lead is brave enough to share bad news or confront you on a concern, ask clarifying questions and seek out more information before reacting. And this is the big one. I would say, listen well, don't react. Um, you know, it's those quiet moments in the meeting where something's not quite right or that moment when someone is brave enough to actually speak up and share something. Um, maybe they're going to confront the concern or ask a question like, Really seek for more information before visibly reacting. So you got to watch your face. You've got to watch your body language. It's a lot of energy, right? This is why emotional intelligence is so hard, but why it's also a secret weapon of some of the most successful people. People who master emotional intelligence are some of the most successful leaders. So uh, here's something we need to be aware of, that as leaders, we can become insulated from reality because people tell us only what we want to hear. This is why we've got to listen and we've got to work to listen well. So to combat this tendency, you have to work double time to create an environment where your team feels freedom to speak truthfully and not be fearful for doing so. So really even thinking about, okay, when somebody does speak a little candidly or truthfully, even if they're a little clumsy in doing it, how do we respond? Are we setting a culture? Are we setting a climate where people can ask the hard questions or dig into something um, without being afraid? Now, there's being respectful. We get that. 
but being respectful and being afraid are different or respectful and not being afraid. There's a nuance there, right? And so we want people to speak truthfully and respectfully. We don't want them to be afraid to do that. So lead yourself well, learn your team, listen well. And the fourth one is lead humbly. Remember that while you are in the leadership seat, you're still growing and learning too, right? You don't have to have it all figured out and you don't need to pretend that you do. In fact, everybody knows that you're you're going to mess up. You're going to be inconsistent. You're going to have a bad day. You don't know all the answers. So um, remember that you can model that you're still lo- learning and growing as well. Every circumstance and every team of people are unique. And so praying for wisdom and discernment to lead with humble confidence, right? Of like that confidence to help keep setting the direction, but the humility to know, I, I, I don't have it all figured out. So confident that you are where you are because God placed you there and humble because you are where you are because God placed you there, right? So that humble confidence is something that I think is so critical for us to get as leaders. Like when we demonstrate that, like stepping into the confidence of the seat we sit in and the responsibility we hold and our team being able to see that, but then still a humility in knowing that we're still learning and growing. When we model that, it speaks volumes to our teams. Because you guys, here's the thing. You hear me say this often, but leadership is a sacred privilege. It is absolutely sacred work. It's an extraordinary opportunity to lead people to use their God-given gifts to accomplish the goals of the organization. And when you lead with emotional intelligence, both those you lead and your organization get the best from you. And so I've just kind of scratched the surface a little bit today on emotional intelligence. This is a big one and there's many layers to it, but I want to encourage you even just to go back to that kind of initial simple definition. Emotional intelligence is understanding yourself and understanding others. And when we're intentional to do that, we're going to build greater connection and we're going to build healthier cultures. So those four principles that I shared with you today are lead yourself well, learn your team, listen well, and lead humbly. And I think if we uh, lean into those four things, we're going to keep growing in our emotional intelligence and better connect with our teams. So this is one of those topics that has kind of sparked um, a lot of the conversations we're having here at Foresight about the importance of equipping leaders, like helping set leaders up for success. When I stepped into leadership, nobody had prepped me for the need to grow in emotional intelligence, right? Like that wasn't something that people were like, oh, okay, let's give you this course for you to learn how to be an emotionally intelligent leader because this is going to be really critical to your success. That no, that wasn't on anybody's radar until I kind of bombed, you know, in this area, like until I was just kind of um, not leading well and recognizing there's a monster gap here. And that's one of the reasons why we've created the Foresight Leadership Institute is recognizing that a lot of leaders get put into positions of leadership responsibility without help training and equipping them for some of these skills, both the, the, the soft skills like emotional intelligence and compassion and empathy and, um, and the practical skills like how to lead a meeting and how to have a hard conversation, right? Like there's the emotional and the practical skills that are so critical 
for leaders to lead well. And yet oftentimes we kind of get thrown into leadership without equipping on those topics. And so if you haven't had a chance to check out the Foresight Leadership Institute yet, I want to encourage you to do so. Registration, enrollment just opened this month, so we are just getting started. And uh, it is a phenomenal opportunity to invest in yourself or to invest in some of the leaders on your team with practical monthly coaching on topics like emotional intelligence that help you keep leading well. So you can check that out at GetForesight.com dot com slash leadership institute and we have a special introductory price for the month of april so be sure to check that out all right i hope this episode was helpful to you let me know what you thought what would you add what else do you think comprises emotional intelligence or i'd love to hear some of your stories of where you've struggled with emotional intelligence maybe i'm i hope i'm not the only one that has um uh had some gaps in and blind spots in that area so if this was helpful i would love to know email me at podcast at getforesight.com or message us on instagram or facebook at getforesight that's g-e-t the number four s-i-g-h-t or on LinkedIn at the Foresight Group. You can also find me on all the social channels at Jenny Katron, J-E-N-N-I-C-A-T-R-O-N. And if this episode was helpful, please share it with a friend. Let them know, give them a just a, a link to it and say, hey, I'd love to for you to listen to this and let's talk about it. Right? And this would be a great opportunity to send the, um, the episode to a friend and say, hey, I would love some feedback on how I'm doing in emotional intelligence. Would you listen to this and then could we talk about it so that I could grow and learn as a leader? Be a great way to continue in your growth in emotional intelligence. And if you haven't done it yet, would you leave us that five-star review? Let us know how we're doing. It helps us get great guests and have great conversations. And so I would really appreciate it. And last but not least, if you are not on our weekly insights newsletter list, you want to be on it. That is where every week I share articles and resources, let you know what's coming up, um, different places that we might be, events that we're doing. And so just go to getforesight.com, G-E-T, the number four, S-I-G-H-T.com. And um, you'll find a little box there where you can sign up for our weekly insights newsletter. We would love to stay in touch with you that way. All right, friends. Also, don't forget to check out HR Ministry Solutions. If you need some support in your human resources, they are a fantastic organization. You can find them at hrministrysolutions.com. All right, that's it for today. We will see you next week. Have a great week. Thanks for listening and keep leading well. 